There are risk takers, innovators, business owners, and there are a couple. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship. Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success. Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, a couple of entrepreneurs, co-founders of Branding Shorts. The emotional connection you develop with this is as strong as the connection you develop with your pets and your best friends. Today, we're talking about homes. For many of us, it's the biggest investment we will ever make. Meet Jeff and Red Bonk. They are a couple of entrepreneurs and owners of Homes by Bonk in Hoboken, New Jersey. Talk to us a little bit about it. How did you guys start? Like, why real estate? Yeah, so the running joke in real estate is that selling real estate was nobody's primary objective in when they go to start their career. It's almost everybody's second career. And Red's actually a rare bird where she got into real estate very, very early in her career life. Um, and While going to college, and I actually quit going to college because I got my real estate license and I was working as sort of an apprentice essentially, um, being groomed to be an assistant and ultimately started sitting open houses and doing appointments for her and then decided, well, hang on a second, this is actually super fun. Get to drive around in my car and see all these people's really cool houses. I'm a people person, so I got to meet all these fascinating people with all different backgrounds and all walks of life. Um, So I said, I think I'm going to put college on pause and I'll come back to it and get my degree and uh, I'm going to stay the course with this real estate stuff. So how did you guys decide you wanted to work together? How did you meet and how did you decide, oh yeah, we're gonna go into business together? So I wish I could say that it was intentional like that. <laughs> um, so real, so I, my, my story is I was in finance for five, six years after college. I always had the real estate bug, the entrepreneurial bug. And like, I begged my dad to buy me infomercial, like house flipping things when I was like five, six years old. And like, I just loved that stuff. But it was like, go to college, go get a job and shut up and stop thinking about starting your own business and flipping (laughs) homes because that's ridiculous. So I did that. And then in 2010, my, the firm I was working for downsized, they cut the trading floor in half and I was one of the casualties. So I got into real estate and happened to work at the same brokerage as she did at Remax in Hoboken. And we were just like, so there was no like formal agreement to start working together. We were just two friends, both young, both single, both no kids. And then one night that all changed and we were like, hey, we're a couple now, look at this. (laughs) And... So why did you guys want to do your own thing? Like, why did Remax is such a big, well-known company? Like, and there's obviously the security. Like, Mickey and I both come from big, big companies, big and we started our own agencies, business. Right. But why did you guys want to move out and say, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna try our own thing." Was there any trepidation about leaving like the big company? There was a better option for us, which was EXP Realty, which is like a slimmed down version of KW, where they, you essentially clear your trades through them. You run your own business and you clear your transactions through them. Kind of think of your financial advisor who works for Merrill Lynch, but Merrill Lynch really doesn't dictate what he does. He has his own plan, his own portfolios, the only way he manages money. He just holds your money at Merrill Lynch or at TD Ameritrade or all, at, at wherever those places are. That's the custodial. So that's kind of the way we, we operate now. We have our own brand, 
our own SOPs, our own infrastructure, and we just clear everything through the awesome brokerage of EXP that supports us. So, what, so when you said to your friends and coworkers, like, uh, you know, I'm gonna go in a start a business with my wife, or I'm going to start a business with my husband <laughs> and not be in this big company. What did they say to you? How did you what did you guys think? <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Are you guys going to kill each other? Try not to kill each other. God, we hear that all the time. <laughs> Try not to get divorced. <laughs> yep. It was, um, it was a lot of, oh, okay, yeah. That, you guys, so you work together and live together and you're going to have kids together and you live in a 1,200 square, well, at the time, you live in a 750-foot studio. studio. Okay. <laughs> right? Like that? Yeah, that's a good idea. Go, have, go, go for it, guys. Sure. We love you so much. But in all seriousness, though, we, we had a lot of powwows, and we had a lot of bumps in the road. There was a lot of coaching. This involved a lot of coaching because we did it the wrong way a bunch of times. We tried to go on appointments together. We'd be talking over each other. We'd be cutting each other off. We'd be contradicting each other. And it's not a good look. So we were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're doing something wrong because we actually don't work well together when we're literally working together. So we learn how to, through coaching, stay in our lane. All right, what do you do well and what do you hate? What do you do well and what do you hate? So then once we had actual clearly defined roles and we were able to succeed at you know, whatever we excelled and whatever we liked and what we were passionate about, that's when it started to become a more cohesive unit and we didn't want to kill each other. Because in the beginning, it was like, okay, come on, we have this listing appointment on Tuesday. And you'd be like, can't you just go by yourself? <laughs> oh my so, God. And I'd be like, so, no, we're a team, so, man. So what you're saying is great. So because, you know, the audience for this is a lot of folks that are starting businesses together. So can, can you, you know, it sounds like what you guys are saying is, man, it is so key to define what each of you do to make this thing work. Yeah. But it's not easy, it sounds like either, right? No, it's not. No. Like at first you have to be like, all right, we're going to be a team. How, how do we how do we become a team? And you have to try to like figure it out. And what, like, where does this piece go? Where that? And then when those pieces don't fit, you have to then figure out how to make it all fit. So that's when he, I think, studied the structure. Like this is the business guy. So he studied the structure and was like, here's how we got to do this to make this work. Otherwise it's not, we're not going to be well, successful. I think there's this idea, right? Of like, and this is the extreme working with your spouse is like the extreme version of this. But whenever you team up and create like a partnership, it's one plus one, you want to try to make it equal three. And you can, there's a very fine line where one plus one can equal one or 0.8, right? Like it can actually do worse than the <laughs> right. one by right. itself. So if, if you don't figure out that formula right, you can either be duplicating efforts or even worse, diminishing your efforts. But if you do find the right ways to, to tweak, and they're small tweaks, they're not like massive, huge changes. So they're very fine tuning to figure out how to heck to stay out of each other's way, but also support each other and make the, the life of the other person more effective and efficient and better. Like, it's fine line and it's tough. And we, we're big believers in coaching in our industry because like real estate's a tough industry and it's always good to have people that go before you and can bring you along. So that's what we do now for a lot of agents in our yeah. team, in our bigger organization that we, we are partnered with at EXP as well. 
But um, in the early days, like our coaching sessions were counseling sessions. Our, we were like, we'd go there to learn about lead generation and like marketing and like different ways of mark to get listings and prospect and all these things. And we'd wind up being like, okay, now Red, let Jeff talk. <laughs> Jeff, you have to let, you have to let, when Red asks you something, you have to support her. And we're like, this is a business real estate coach. And we're having, what is going on? And uh, slowly but surely, like Red got, we figured that out and then Red got off the coaching sessions because it was about business development, not about like relationship development. And she, we figured out where she needed to be and where I needed to be. And now they're synergistic rather than uh, overlap. Do you always bring the business home, right? You have two kids, you work together, you live together, you're a family together. Two kids, together. you have a dog. How do you, <laughs> how do you separate? And are there times when you don't? Is there a times when it's, it's good that you do live together because if something came up and you want to talk about it. it just came to you then and you're there to talk about it but but there's times obviously you don't want to always be talking real estate with your you have your family life yeah. so how do you separate the two and what times maybe do you bring it together we have dinner together almost every single night and we try not to talk about work we ask the kids you know what how was your day what did you eat at lunch which kids did you play with what you know all the usual stuff um, and then we'll start talking about getting into bath and I do story time and bedtime. And then we talk about our day, like, hey, how was your day? You know, what were some of your wins of the day? Anything, I'll tell them, you know, awesome people I met or contracts I wrote or got signed and talk about something exciting. Or, hey, I had this really challenging situation, X, Y, Z, what would you do? And then sometimes I'll be like, I, let, don't let's, can we watch Netflix, please? And not talk. so like that's like the best. And sometimes I'll be like, yeah, like sure, let's talk about it. And other days I'll be like, I've been talking all day. Can we please like table this for tomorrow? And that's like the inner. That's the balance, right? And I think like work life balance. I don't know if I hundred percent believe and love work life balance. I like work life integration. I like being able to do both at the same time. I remember very early in our career. Like we were at a convention in Atlantic City and one of our buddies that we used to work with a lot was like answering an email while playing blackjack. And he was like, what other business can we be in where we're working and playing blackjack at the same time? And I'm like, it's a blessing and a curse, right? Yeah. It's like, it, and now it's the same thing where it's like being with the kids, but like a super important call comes in and I could ignore it, but I could also t tell one of the kids like, hey, daddy's got to take this big call. You like going on vacations? Do you like going skiing? Do you like going to play golf? Daddy's got to take this call real quick. Yeah. And they see like the work ethic. But if it's not something big and it's like time to really shut down, like we go on vacation and turn the phones off all day. We check the email in the morning at night because like there's always urgent shit that we want to make sure that we are on top of. Ooh, you cursed on a podcast. Oh, sorry about that. Bleep it out. <laughs> but uh, we're walking to school this morning and Bradley looks at me and he goes, hey, starting next year, daddy, can I come to the office rather than going to Mr. Roberts after school so I can help you work and learn about running the Aww. business? So like that's the integration. That I like uh, that. I don't mind. Bradley at the HBB group. I don't need to turn it off, right? Sometimes. Like, I, I feel like it's, as long as you don't, you stay in, like, mental balance and, like, like able to, you're not burning yourself out or ignoring the business and you'll be able to stay in that place. Like, the minute-to-minute, day-to-day stuff doesn't, doesn't need to be balanced, like, in hard lines. If you guys had to sum up, like, whether you want to call it pros and cons or challenges and what's challenging, what's most rewarding... How would you do that? Like working together with your own business? Like what's, what are the biggest challenges? What are the biggest rewards, um, you know, that, that you guys see? Yeah. Um, the biggest challenge I think is continuing to evolve and like stay out of each other's way by, by being in 
synergistic still. So like we talked about in the beginning, how we like needed to find our lanes, like that's not a one-time thing. It's as our business evolves, as our family evolves, as the market changes, as we bring on new team members, we grow our organization, like it continues. We continue, whoops, uh, 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 we got to continue to reset that and like continue to find where our lanes are. It's not, it's like an ever going dance. But then the biggest reward is kind of the other side of that coin is like that we get to make those decisions. That yeah. we can say like, hey, August, we're going to the lake and we're just going to work from there. And we'll, I'll work four hours in the morning, you work four hours in the afternoon. Well, if we need to come back a day or two, we'll do that. But like we have the ability to do those things. Like Fridays, we want to go skiing on these two, three weekends. We're pulling the kids out of school and we're going to take the days off and go. And that's it, right? Like we have the ability to do that as long as we plan appropriately and, and make sure everything's covered and everybody's got what they need during the beginning of the week. So it's, um, I think, yeah, biggest challenges and biggest benefits are just the opposite sides of that flexibility coin. Mm -hmm. It's not a big corporation where you have X amount of days off. We have to plan our days off so that we can successfully unplug with our families. It's, I think one of my favorite sayings like along those lines is, uh, it's a guy, Jocko Willink. He's like ex-Navy SEAL. He's a big podcaster, written a bunch of business books now. He's like made a, taken all of his lessons from the Navy SEALs and put them into the business world. And um, his one of his like marquee sayings is discipline equals freedom. That is yeah. like an old stoic, like kind of like Plato like saying, right? Like As like, the more disciplined you could be with your morning routine, with your daily routine, with the things that you need to do, the more freedom you get yeah. on the back end of that because everything's figured out. So what would you say are the pros and cons of working together? Pros are, I feel like we get each other out of our comfort zones a little bit sometimes too. We talked about coaching a little bit before and how big believers we are in coaching and like helping find roadmaps for where you need to go. We were at an event like eight years ago and I'm, I was a cheap son of a bitch. I didn't want to spend any money on anything. Like I I was brought up by like, Hey, Dad, can we stop and get a Gatorade on the way home from practice? No, we have water at home. Like, never, we can never stop. And so, like, that's just kind of was in my blood. And we were at this event and they're doing coaching. And she's like, Give me your credit card now. Like, we're going, we're swiping an annual thing. Like, this coaching doing company it. is exactly what we need right now to give us a North Star and guide us. And I was like, This is, that's, you just spent six grand on my credit card. And <laughs> Like now it's nothing because like I, I see the value when we spend it and we, we know the return, but I was cheap back then. I was scared to do it. And she was like, get out of your own way. Let's go. So like that. Growth is messy, sloppy and expensive. Yeah. So per that personality like compliment was a big pro, I think. Your first point is awesome is, is like instead of like having some traditional corporate boss telling you to do something that you're not comfortable doing, it's your your partner, right? Your someone you live with telling yeah. you this, and you might be more apt to do it, right? You feel more comfortable. It's it, uh, tell me if I'm getting that point yeah. wrong, but it sounds like that's what you guys were, were saying, right? So they also like, yeah, they just like it's more of a kick and swift kick in the ass too. Like if I was running the business by myself, I may not do these things, but if but I know the business intimately, so I can say to him comfortably. You got to do it, babe. You just got to do it. You got to, you know, take the plunge. Let's go. This sounds like it's right. He'll say to me, you know, I was really, I was, this keeps coming back to me. And I'm like, just do it. You feel strongly about this being the right course. Again, I always bring it back to growth is sloppy and it's expensive. Just do it. But the flip side of the coin. So like on that kind of conversation, you asked for cons too. The cons are, let's say like you live and work, live together, but don't work together maybe 30% of your time you can have conflict because the other 70 you're at work. And we just opened ourselves up, as you guys probably know, to 100% of the time there could be conflict. Like we can constantly argue or have different opinions about stuff. So learning to not le like let those 
more opportunities for conflict actually manifest into happening is definitely a challenge and a con, I think, that we have to continue to learn. And you guys have been so, so successful in what you do in like a, in a, a market quarter mile from New York City, right? So very competitive. So market. what? Why? Like, I guess, what, what do you think you've done? What's that your it, recipe? That is, what's your, what have you guys done like that you feel, wow, I'm glad we did these two, three things because we think this has really helped us. Yeah, this has been the keys, yeah. the key to our success. I think we run our business on a super, super, super ethical foundation. And I think we care really deeply for our clients and we come from contribution. We want to make sure that we are just giving everyone really high level service. So I think that's how we, we, we have repeat and referral business for a reason. You know, you get good reviews and friends tell friends and it's a small town. I mean, it's only one square mile. Are there any unusual things that you guys have dealt with in the real estate world or stories that you're okay to share? Like, I can't believe we just did that. At one time, I remember I opened the door, hello, you know, I was knocking, I opened the door, come on in, okay, let's look around, here's the kitchen, here's the, uh, this place has a great da-da-da-da. And then you're like, what is that noise? What is that noise? And this dude, the tenant, just pops out in the shower, like, hey, whoops, sorry, forgot. <laughs> and you're like, Oh my God, oh my God. 10 years Dude. ago, one of my first couple clients I ever had was working with them and then they went to an open house. I was at the time in my early 20s and might have went out on a Friday night before, so I might not have felt 100% the next morning. And we're doing this showing and we're in, we go into the backyard of like a brownstone and the door closes behind me and click locks and we're locked in the backyard of this like eight unit brownstone building on like Willow. And now I like start sweating profusely because I'm like, how the heck are we gonna get out of this backyard? We're locked. They're like, what do we do? We gotta get to our, we got another showing we gotta get to. We're all we're like, how, there's, it's cold, it's like the middle of January. I start climbing fire escapes and knocking on random windows. I'm calling the listing agent. How do I get back into this building? Finally, it was like five stories up. Somebody was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm locked in the backyard. We're trying to show unit 3A or whatever the heck it was. Can you please come down? And that was, and now those people have probably referred us $20 million of business over the last 10 years. She's a realtor out in Jersey now. And I talk to her all the time about <laughs> how to get her business started and things like that. And, and there's some of our like really good friends that we built over the last year. So it's like, it's just a weird, there's like a million of those stories that just like, how the heck did this become that? It's like in screenwriting, there we say, right? Like out of the worst comes the best, right? So like, so that's, you guys yeah. are giving a great example of like the situation where climbing a fire escape in January worked for your business. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. What would you guys say to like other couples who said, or thinking about like, what advice would you have to them about thinking about going into business together? I think if you have a strong foundation and you're a good team from the get-go as husband and wife and, you know, like you guys, you guys are best friends, you guys are around, you guys are together all the time. You have to have, I think you have to have that, a really deep appreciation for each other. Um, and, and you have to show your appreciation to each other too. And, and just like any other team member, give, try to give each other compliments to boost each other up and give constructive criticism, but with come from a place of love. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel like we've worked together well and can compliment each other. I agree. Strong foundation is super important. Like make sure you 
don't want to already kill each other. Because if you already want to kill each other and you don't work together, you're probably starting from a bad place. Right. But then from there, I would think about the word, maybe tattoo it to your forehead of patience. Have patience, lots oh. of patience. And <laughs> pick your battles. Would you rather be in a fight or would you rather be right? Like there's things that just don't matter enough to fight about. And like, there's a line of like, this is gonna impact our business or our clients. So we need to talk about this and we need, we need to bump heads on this. Or like, this is just ego BS, doesn't really matter to any real outcome. So it's just a matter of who wants to be right. I'm just gonna walk away. I'm, we're not gonna have this. Because there's gonna be disagreements. There's two people that are like trying to get to one common goal and there's different ideas of how to get there. So uh, just know which ones actually make, make matter. But also with that is trust, implicit trust. So I trust okay. him fully with the finances and the big picture business stuff. And I think if you don't have that, I don't, again, it goes back to the foundation, but I trust him with my life and my children's lives. Thanks for joining the podcast today. To learn more about Jeff and Red Bonk, visit thehbbgroup.com. To listen to more episodes of A Couple of Entrepreneurs, visit us at brandingshorts.com forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.